This is a podcast from China Daily Hong Kong. Thanks for tuning in to an edition of the Weekly Bulletin on January 14th, where we provide a rundown of the top stories that happened this week in Hong Kong, Chinese mainland, and the region. The seventh-term Legislative Council of China's Hong Kong Special Administrative Region began its first meeting on Wednesday morning. The meeting was a question-and-answer session with HKSAR Chief Executive Carrie Lam, who answered questions put by the LegCo members after she addressed the LegCo at the beginning of the meeting. Lam said on Wednesday that 40 legislative proposals are expected to be presented this year, including local legislation to implement the Basic Laws, Article 23. Speaking at the first session of the 7th Legislative Council, Lam said that the local legislation to implement Article 23 of the Basic Law is the Hong Kong government's constitutional responsibility. Lam also proposed on Wednesday the creation of a new bureau to handle culture, sports, and tourism affairs, and streamlining bureaus to focus on affairs related to youth policy, housing, and pandemic control. Lawmaker Regina Ip from the Hong Kong Island West Geographical Constituency said Wednesday's meeting marked a good start for future cooperation between LegCo and the government. During the first legislative election under Hong Kong's improved electoral system, 90 lawmakers were elected on December 19th to form the new term LegCo. On January 4th, the day after the lawmakers were sworn into office, Andrew Lung was re-elected LegCo president. Meanwhile, Hong Kong's Cathay Pacific Airways will comply with two government investigations after crew members who broke self-isolation rules sparked a COVID outbreak in the city, Chairman Patrick Healy said. In a video to staff on Tuesday reviewed by Reuters, Healy said the airline apologized for the disruption and anguish caused by the outbreak, which has led the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region government to shut primary schools and has set back plans for cross-border travel with the Chinese mainland. Cathay has fired the crew members involved. The video came after HKSAR Chief Executive Carrie Lam on Tuesday announced the government was investigating the break of isolation rules, as well as Cathay carrying crew returning to HKSAR on cargo-only flights to avoid hotel quarantine. Moving on to national news, the National Copyright Administration of China recently published the 14th Five-Year Plan for Copyright Protection, outlining 26 key tasks in six areas. The copyright law system, the administrative protection system, the need to crack down on infringement and piracy, the social services framework, international cooperation and exchange, and the development of related sectors. According to the plan, more than 5 million copyrights will be given registered by 2025, and the contribution of the copyright industry to GDP will have grown to 7.5%. Meanwhile, China will build more subsidized rental homes and renovate old residential communities in the next few years to ensure housing for those in need, according to the Ministry of Housing and Urban Rural Development. During the 14th five-year plan period, China plans to add 6.5 million government-subsidized rental homes in 40 key cities to help an estimated 13 million people in need of affordable housing, said Pan Wei, an official with the ministry. Pan added that around 219,000 old residential communities built before the end of 2000 in urban areas will be renovated by 2025. Moving on to regional news, India has eased its COVID-19 rules on testing, quarantine and hospital admissions in a bid to free up resources for its neediest people, a strategy hailed by experts even though it carries the risk of a heavy undercount of infections and deaths. The moves will offer a breathing space for healthcare facilities, often overstretched in a far-flung nation of 1.4 billion people, as they battle a 33-fold surge in infections over the past month from the highly contagious Omicron variant. And finally, 
Tennis world number one Novak Djokovic was included in the Australian Open official draw on Thursday, although uncertainty remained about whether the government will cancel the top seeds visa for a second time. Immigration Minister Alex Hawke is weighing exercising his discretionary power to revoke Djokovic's visa over concern about the star's medical exemption from Australia's COVID-19 vaccination requirements. The 34-year-old defending champion, who was out practicing at the Australian Open earlier on Thursday, drew unseated fellow Serb Kekmanovic for his opening round match, expected to be played on Monday or Tuesday. Upon Djokovic's arrival into the country, Australian border forces officials decided his exemption was invalid, and he was held alongside asylum seekers at an immigration detention hotel for several days. That's all for this segment, guys. Until next time, stay healthy.